Welcome to the Tech Today podcast powered by CEO Raider. Visit us online at CEORaider.com. Anonymously rate your company and rate your CEO. Visit us at Tech Today for the latest in technology-related news and content, although the past several articles at Tech Today have been around the Federal Reserve, Biden's spending programs, inflation, the money supply. I'll link to those articles in the show notes. The first one we published was approximately a week ago entitled The Fed's Options to Fight Inflation Are Limited, where we talk about the fact that there is just so much debt outstanding and the fact that roughly 25%, a third of it, is in short-term T-bills that need to be rolled over, and that the fiscal side of the House can't afford to roll that paper over into treasuries that have a significantly higher interest rate. And so therefore, the Fed has to keep rates low, which means its tools for, uh, for fighting inflation are limited. Because we know they're going to continue to to print paper, right? They're going to continue to print money. The, 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 despite Powell saying that the Fed is independent, the Fed and, and Treasury, Powell and Yellen walk in lockstep. So you're likely to see continued inflation. We published a premium article entitled Stagflation is Eminent. And what we talk about there is the fact that given that the Fed's options for fighting inflation are limited, and given that the economy is not strong, infl- stagflation is right around the corner. But what do I mean the economy is not strong? Home Depot was up 25% in Q4 year over year. Well, when I say the economy is not strong, what I'm, what I'm talking about is that production is weak. You know, we have massive trade deficits. We don't produce anything here anymore. It's a debt-funded economy. Debt is at record levels, whether we're talking about public debt or whether we're talking about corporate debt. And strength you saw in January and in Feb was around the transfer payments, right? I mean, it was, it was a function of people spending their their stimulus checks, the 900 billion tranche two from Trump. People spent that money. And that's why retail bounced back. That's why large ticket pur- purchases bounced back. That's why people continue to make improvements on their home. Now you have a, a $1.9 trillion spending program, quote unquote, covert relief. We broke that down a couple of weeks ago. And I don't know, 10%, maybe 20%, depending on how you define it, is actually COVID related. The rest of it is pork. It's just government spending on government programs, Keynesian economics, modern monetary theory. Nothing in there is going to drive sustainable long-term growth for the economy. Nothing in that $1.9 trillion stimulus, which is going to cost more when it's, when it's actually done, is going to create a competitive advantage for the U.S. versus other countries. And I've heard numbers, I didn't include this in our breakdown, but I've heard numbers that if some of those programs remain permanent and, and then you're looking at a, a $1.9 trillion package that is going to cost north of, of $3 trillion. Whether or not we have permanent elements in that, in that spending program, the $1.9 trillion spending program, it's going to cost more than $1.9 because the government never comes in on budget. Add to that this infrastructure proposal, which is some infrastructure and a, a lot of pork, and we're talking multiple tranches there, two pieces, and that's probably three to four trillion, maybe four to five trillion. So you've got a weak economy propped up by debt, got inflation that leads to stagflation. And if you read our article from, I guess it was three days ago, title of which was "Stagflation is Eminent," we talk about the fact that you've got uh, you've got high debt levels. You've got a relatively weak economy. Um, 
and what we did, the approach we did to kind of communicate the case that stagflation is around the corner is we looked at debt levels. We looked at the fact that we have a low labor participation rate and that we don't believe it's going to rebound to 2019 levels. We looked at real GDP, and then we looked at the federal budget in some detail and analyzed it. So we looked at revenues. We looked at outlays. We looked at government projections around the fiscal deficit, so on and so forth. And at a high level, what you find is that, from our view, there's a lot of risk to government revenue estimates. They're overly optimistic in our view. So revenue is too high per the government model. The government model on the expense line is too low. Those numbers are going to come in a lot higher over the next 10 years. We, we, we looked at 2021 through 2031, the CBO's budget. And therefore, the deficit is is estimated uh, to be too, it's too low. So the government's numbers are overly bullish. One of the big spending category areas is what I call enhanced unemployment benefits that came about as a result of COVID that I believe will continue on. I believe we'll have some form of universal basic income. I've said that before. I don't think these checks to Americans are going away. Neither of the two parties is going to want to pull those checks away from voters for fear of impact at the at the ballot box. So the, the, the stagflation is eminent report is a premium report. If you are a premium subscriber to Tech Today, which is $200 per year, you get this report for free. If you are not a subscriber to Tech Today's premium service, then... This report cost uh, $99, and basically you get 17 pages of analysis and then another uh, another 20, 30 or so of charts and things like this in, in the appendix. And again, the meat of the report is our critique, line item by line item, of the, the CBO projections for revenue expenses, deficits, and so forth. And then the most recent article that we published was just published last last night, and it is called The Ugliest Chart I Have Ever Seen. And it's a uh, just a quick article around the, the money supply as measured by M1. And if you look at the money stock, we're up almost 400%. 358% to be exact in terms of the, the, the size of M1 from Jan 2020 through February 2021. So in one year, we've almost quadrupled the money supply. So how can we not have inflation? You know, if you look back over the past 10 years, we're up 10x, 10x since 2012, and almost 4x just in the past year. You know, there's a heck of a lot more inflation coming. We talked about, geez, we talked about inflation several times on the podcast and in tech today this year. And in the most recent uh, time we, we went into some detail, was we, we have a page dedicated to inflation in the stagflation is eminent report where we don't, we don't look at the CPI because that, that's a, a narrow measure that it was created 
by the Fed to support its its narrative. You know, the, the present narrative is that you know inflation is is low and manageable. When inflation obviously is a heck of a lot higher. If you look at oil prices, if you look at gasoline at the pump, if you look at food, if you look at home values, um, if you look at the equity markets, if you look at Nasdaq, if you look at cryptocurrency, Bitcoin, if you look at classic automobiles, artwork, both traditional artwork as well as you know, digital assets sold as, as art, NFTs. Um, it, it, there's just inflation all over the place. Double digit, triple digit, in some cases, quadruple digit percentages. So to suggest that you know inflation's manageable, it's below two percent, it's it's just nonsense. It's it's complete, complete nonsense, and it's going to get worse because as I mentioned earlier, we have we have uh, Yellen and Powell in lockstep, which is just dangerous. Anytime you have the fiscal side in the Fed who are in lockstep. Because the Fed obviously is the great enabler by way of uh, printing to subsidize what Treasury issues. Without the Fed, we wouldn't have this, uh, these, these insane spending programs. And we will see how, how ugly it gets. That's anybody's guess. But you're going to throw all this money into the economy. You're going to tax companies and people. So if you're the Biden administration, you're trying to both stimulate and punish companies and individuals. How does that work? We're going to stimulate, we're going to distribute money as we see fit. So we're the great capital allocator. We're the world's greatest portfolio manager. And as we're allocating capital, we're also going to take capital in the form of taxes. And the BS line that they're spending is, well, we need to collect higher taxes to pay for these spending programs, that the, the taxes don't even come close to to, to uh, paying for the, the spending. I mean, if you look at, just as an example, and these deficits are only going to get wider, um, but we took in $1.6 trillion in individual, ta- individual income taxes in 2020, $1.3 trillion in payroll, and 212 billion in corporate taxes, corporate income taxes. That's 2020. And then if you kind of go out, so I'm just kind of eyeballing here. And if you buy the report, you can see the table I'm looking at. But you've got very modest increases in individual income tax rates. They're going a lot higher than what's modeled here. Payroll, modest increases. Corporate looks more realistic. But I mean, heck, if you look at what Trump, two trillion, two point one plus point uh, nine, so th- three billion with Trump, and when the final tally comes in, it'll be higher. Biden, one point nine, so that's four point nine. Call it five. When the final tally comes in, that'll be a bit higher, and then maybe three, four, five in infrastructure, which isn't really infrastructure, and nobody really knows what the final tally will be there. Let's just pick four at the midpoint. So we're pushing ten trillion in spending in approximately one year time frame. So even with the you know an increase in taxes, we're not we're not going to cover the spending. Right, the spending's covered by the Fed printing, and you're going to see more printing because we're not done. And then all the talk around all back to normal after this. Biden's not done. 
after this next tranche, which is going to be split into two, the infrastructure pieces, I think he's done for the calendar year. But we've still got 2022, 2023, and so forth. And then the next uh, administration, regardless of party, is likely going to want to have their day in the sun and their day at the printing press. So I think we're just going to print until we, we, we hit a wall. I don't think any either of the two parties will exercise discipline, the requisite discipline to get the fiscal house in order. And I think it was the last podcast I, say, I said, well, well, we'll bankrupt. We won't be able to pay uh, pay down the new debt. We're not going to bankrupt the dollar. I think the Fed will let that happen. But what we'll do is we'll we'll stop paying entitlements. So the government on the fiscal side will continue to do what it wants to do. It will continue to spend. But if something needs to be cut, it will be quote-unquote entitlements, i.e. welfare. It'll be Social Security, which is already bankrupt anyway. It'll be Medicare, Medicaid. It'll be government programs that go out to individuals, not any of the big uh, government programs that uh, move money from the federal level to the states, um, any pet projects of high-ranking administration officials, uh, things like this. Those spending programs won't get, won't get cut. And then I'll give you one thing. I'll give one piece away. Our long-term outlook for real GDP is, is zero. Right to, to layer on this much debt on an economy. That prior laying on, layering on all this debt was growing at, you know, two to three points of, of nominal GDP. I, I just don't see how you grow GDP in real terms. So I think zero percent is generous. It will certainly have a number of years that are that are down. We are actually shrinking the economy in real terms. So it's not a bullish outlook. If we get our fiscal house in order, we could turn things around. But I just don't see politicians doing that until until we have some 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 chaos and there's no choice. They won't do it proactively, unfortunately. It's all for now. See you next time.